and welcome to Walking with Anxiety Podcast with me, Stephen Dawes. Thank you for joining me. Today, I wanted to touch again on Children's Mental Health Week because obviously it's something that we need to celebrate and encourage children in terms of dealing with their own mental health issues and also supporting them through that. So today, I wanted to talk about how we can help our children with their own mental health. I spoke briefly before on a previous podcast about parenting, how as a parent with mental health issues, it can be difficult to to juggle children and your own personal problems at the same time. And I spoke about how you can do that and ways that you can try and help yourself and your children at the same time. But today I wanted to focus particularly on children in terms of how you can help their own mental health and how you can protect their mental health. And also, and perhaps more importantly, how you can recognize issues that crop up before they become too bad and before they turn into something that could become potentially difficult in terms of suicide and things like that. So I went to the Mind Charity, went to look at some of the resources and some of the things that they suggest as a parent, if you have a, a child who you think might have issues or, or if you just want to make sure that your child doesn't have any mental health issues. One of the things that I thought I would do is look at their website and see what they suggest as much as anything else, as well as my own personal opinion. Now, for me personally speaking, I would say it's hugely important that you look at your child and try to be as supportive as you possibly can, but also try to believe them if you can. And I know that might sound a little bit odd, but in some cases, parents don't always believe their children when they say they have depression or where they feel really sad about something. Very often parents can brush it aside, but it can be difficult sometimes to read those signs. But if you do, if your child does come up to you and say, look, I'm really, I'm really feeling down, I'm really feeling sad at the moment. I think it's vital that you at least try to find out what's causing this and if there's some bigger picture going on or if it's something you need to help them get support with in terms of seeing your doctor or seeing a therapist. My own personal experience is that my mum was very supportive of me with my mental health when I was younger to the point where she would argue with people that were in um, authority at the school because of the fact that I was going through these issues. And she was a huge supporter of me and a huge benefit to me in terms of being able to deal with my mental health when I was younger. And, and, and parents are very supportive of their, of their children in many cases. You know, you, you always want your child to be the best they can be. You want to have that the best for them. You want to provide the best for them. And this is just one other part of that, ensuring that they have the best mental health. And that if they do come across any issues in, in their life, that they can deal with those in, in the best way possible. So one of the things that you need to do in terms of supporting your child is communication. Communication is vital to your children when they're young, right the way through to their adult life. If you can communicate with them honestly, keep those channels open, it can make a huge difference to your relationship with your children. And also, when they have problems, they can then come to you and they can say, look, I'm having a really difficult time right now. Something's going wrong. This has happened. Or I'm feeling in this particular way. And it can be a great way for you to pick up early signs of, of issues that you might be able to help them with. Now, it might necessarily mean that they need to see a doctor or they need to see a therapist. Sometimes just talking about these things can be a big benefit. And just having someone there that they can talk to can also be a big benefit. So communication is incredibly important. But I think also giving them other options as well can be a, a vital part of that. So you can always say to your children, look, if there's something that you really don't think you can talk to me about, 
there are other places you can go. There are charities you can talk to. There are people that you can speak to in terms of Samaritans and other charities that deal with young carers, all kinds of things like that that can help you. If you don't feel that you can speak to me about it, maybe you can speak to somebody else who's not involved in the family dynamic or something like that. So make sure that there are communication channels open to them. And it might sound like, you know, you're not being part of the equation, you're not being kept in the loop and, you know, they're lying to you or they're keeping things from you. But sometimes speaking to your parents can be the last thing you really want to do. You can make it really difficult to speak about things honestly, especially if it involves a family dynamic in some way. So giving them other options and other channels that they can go to can also make them feel more relaxed and more open. And then they may well tell you in, in that respect because they, they know that you trust them enough that if there's something going on, you will speak to at least somebody about it. And speaking to someone, regardless of who it might be, can be the, the, the big one thing that keeps them on, the, on, their, on an even keel in terms of their mental health, which is the most important thing. And if they do come to you and speak to you about anything in particular that's worrying them, it's important to try and keep an, an open mind and also to keep things as relaxed as possible. Don't try to judge them. Don't try to talk over them or interrupt them. Let them talk. Let them explain what's going on in their mind or what's going on in their life and give them options that they can take. So say, for example, if they have a certain issue with a, an eating disorder or something like that, say to them that you can go with them to the hospital or you can go with them to the doctors or you can go with them to get support you can be there with them when they speak to someone or you can say to them that you will look at options with them you you'll be there to support them if they're being bullied then you can also look at things like you can go with them to the school or what options can they think of it's also a good idea to try and keep a track of their mental health and their mental well-being it could be something as simple as Tell me on a scale of 1 to 10 how you're feeling today. Something like that. Something really simple. Or just saying to them every day, Hi, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Just something like that. It's important not to push an issue too much. So if you think that they're feeling sad about something, you don't want to go in there and say, I know you're not, I know there's something going on. You have to tell me right now what's happening. Because that will just lead to them shutting down even more. Again, this, this is part of the open communication part of things. They have to feel as though they are comfortable at home and comfortable talking about anything to you. Because at the end of the day, if you're, if you're closing, if you're closing those avenues of communication, it can be very difficult to reopen them again later on. So make sure that you are aware of changes in their personality, changes in the way they're behaving, how they're talking to you, how they're interacting with their friends, how they're interacting at home with other family members. And if you think that it's something not quite right, just ask them simple questions. How is your day? How are things going? Is there anything that you're unhappy with? On a scale of 1 to 10, how are you feeling? That kind of thing can often be a big help in terms of trying to find out if there's anything going on and how their general state of mental health is at the time. Another way that you can do this is to ask family members, ask their friends. Now, obviously, you don't want to be going in there and portraying confidence, but maybe just saying to their friends, how is how is my son today? How is or how is my daughter today? How are they feeling? Is is there anything bothering them? And very often they will tell you because they will trust you as a person, obviously as as their friend's parent. And if there's anything they can't tell you, then very often you will also find that out as well. So that can be another avenue without going into too many details, without betraying their trust. But you can sometimes get a general idea of how your child's behavior is and how their mental health is. And that can be a good indicator sometimes of whether 
you think you might need to increase the support that you give them or give them options for other support. Now, again, I've touched on this before. If you have a child that is a carer, either caring for you or somebody else in the family, this can be a very stressful time for them and it can be very stressful for them as a as a person and also in their life with their friends and other things going on around them. So you need to make sure that they are supported in terms of their caring responsibilities and they're not taking on too much. It can be very easy for children to just take on more and more responsibility until they can't cope with it anymore. And if they feel as though they may be letting you down or somebody else down, if they don't do those things, that can also add more pressure to them. So if they are in a caring responsibility, try and find ways that you can help lighten the burden for them occasionally or allow them to still have time with their friends outside of school. Some things that can still allow them to be children and uh, do the things that kids want to do every single day. And that can that can prevent mental health problems from starting, such as depression or anxiety. And it can also manage things that are already present, which is uh, another important part of keeping your mental health and their mental health in a stable condition. The home life, of course, is very important, and many children see their home life as part of the extension of their own personality. So in their room, they will often have things that are part of their personality, so they have their favourite music, maybe their favourite books, favourite posters or things like that going on. They have a games console in there, which they may well be playing online games, and this can be part of their own personality. So it's important that you give them that space, and if they're in the bedroom, you don't just go barging in there, you knock on the door, ask if you can come in. Things like that, small little things, small little details can make a big difference in a child's life. And if you're finding they're spending more and more time in their bedroom and they're not coming downstairs, they're not coming out to interact with you, that can be another indication that there might be something going on that you need to be aware of. So it can be a good indicator. It's important that you don't necessarily pry into their, their daily lives of what's going on, but if they're not there, if they're at school, sometimes going into their room, you can get an idea of what's going on. You can maybe find out if there are books in there on certain subjects that maybe they can't talk to you about, or maybe they are looking at certain things that could be considered worries. So if they're in online chat rooms, for example, then there could be things going on there that you need to be aware of. So you want to maintain their privacy, of course. You don't want them to feel as though you're invading their privacy, but you also want to make sure that they're happy and they're healthy and they're safe. And so... It could be that they've made a wrong choice, that they've made a wrong decision, and maybe they, it's something they can't tell you about now because they feel as though you'll get mad at them or you'll be upset. This is where it's very difficult to sometimes keep those avenues of communication open. If you're just approachable to them and say, look, whatever happens, if, even if it's something you think is really bad, you can always come and talk to me about it. And these can be very good ways to keep things going in both directions so they feel that even if they do something really bad you're still going to be there you're still going to be someone they can talk to and even if they do get involved in something like an online chat room or if they're being bullied online then this is something that hopefully they will then be able to share with you and you can deal with it together and lastly i would say it's hugely important how you yourself behave as a person and as a parent very often children use their parents as, as one of their very first role models. You know, as, as, a, as a kid myself, I, I was used to look up to my father, even though he died when I was young. I still remember parts of him acting with me and playing football with me and taking me places. And that sticks with you. And you, you try and in, infuse those things into your own parenting when you get older. So 
try to think about how you're acting as a parent, how you're behaving. Because very often that parenting type and the way that you act and the way that you behave can also rub off onto your children as they grow up. So try to behave in a way that is kind and caring and not too aggressive or too demeaning of people. And also you want to make sure that you are open-minded about as many things as possible because you know we're in a very modern world now and, and there are lots of things going on. Try to keep an open mind. Try to be as approachable as possible as a parent. And if you can do that, then you're well on your way to making sure that your children can approach you about anything that's going on in their life, regardless of what it might be. Because there are some very scary things going on out there. And sometimes it can be as scary for a parent as it can be for a child. But if you can learn to deal with those things together as a parent and child, then that's far stronger than just having the child having to deal with these things on their own. So it's important that you make sure make sure you are approachable and that you are also someone that your child can look up to and use as a role model. And that's really it for today. Thank you for joining me as always. If you have any comments or questions about this episode, please let me know. You can contact me on Twitter at WalkingWithAnxie or you can contact me on my website walkingwithanxiety.co.uk. I hope that you have a good day and I'll see you in very soon. Bye bye.